At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play the numbers told the story they always do this is a numbers game with gil alexander on vsin one of those idiots who believe in analytics hour number two of a numbers game at vsin the sports betting network vsin.com the vsin app fubo sling game plus iHeartRadio, youtube tv all brought to you by bet mgm nevada skill alexander jeff parlay here as well we get tweets at beating the book i always appreciate the feedback danny at pocket underscore 10. Any thoughts on the ladies in Miami today? Hope you uh, heard our three picks, one of which is about to start. Heather Watson is the play about to start. Uh, two others. They'll all be in the newsletter. Yes, indeed. They'll all be in the uh, in the Visa newsletter as they are each and every day that we give away the uh, give out the picks, I should say. This is from uh, <clears throat> Primetime. Been meaning to ask you uh, this for a while while I watch uh, the Drew Densick segments here. Are those bottles of wine in the background and how many does he have? Uh, that is a fake background, correct, Jeff? Fake background? Uh, yeah, I would say that is a green screen. Fake, it's a green screen. Yeah. Fake background. So the answer is zero. I don't know. Maybe he has wine back there. It's just not the ones we're showing. Drew is very creative with his background. Uh, this is from, uh, did, I, did I just give away a, a huge trade secret there? This is from uh, CTMJ. Uh, Drew crushing our uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. Defensive Player of the Year hopes on the air <laughs> with Gil. Um, hey, man. You never know. You never know with this stuff. But again, it's so narrative-driven, right? It's so, it, you know how this stuff goes, where it's like, Bam is campaigning. Again, the Nikola Jokic thing. He's the best player in basketball. He just is, if you watch him night after night. But do they want to give him back-to-back MVPs? Human beings are so flawed in their reasoning. We'll see where all those goes. 
NBA awards always fun to talk about. Let's talk some college hoops though with Kai McKeon from Three Man Weave at three MW underscore CBB. How you doing, Kai? We don't hear Kai. Can we hear Kai, everybody? No. Oh, take two, Gil. There you go. How you doing, Kai? (laughs) How's it going, man? I'm good, man. How are you? Sorry about that. That's all right. What What'd you do? You shaved, man? What's up? I I did. I shaved. I uh, I was in Vegas for this past week and uh, decided it was time to let go of the mustache. Yeah. You know, get get back into the line of maturity. So so let's (laughs) let's just talk about Vegas for a second during March Madness one more time because I don't want to let those four Mm -hmm. days go without sort of just paying tribute. Is it not the greatest four days period of the calendar year, sports betting-wise, in this town? Where did you guys end up watching games? Yeah, it's unbelievable. So we were at the Hard Rock Cafe, the actual restaurant, um, had a private room on Thursday, watched all the games, had couches in there, buffet. It was fantastic. And then we watched uh, the games on Friday at Beer Park uh, in Paris, which is where we stayed. And that's the best place, I think, hands down to watch games, just the sun shining, Tons of TVs, um, fantastic food deals. Uh, Beer Park was. was oh, the right outside there on the strip. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. very nice. Very Great view nice. of everything. Yeah. Everything yeah. go well for you betting wise? How'd it go for you? It did. I, I usually break even in the tournament. I bet every game just for fun. Uh, and yeah, it, it's always shocking. St. Peter's, for instance. I don't think anybody saw that one coming, but uh, it, it's all fun and games, I think. I don't really try to make a profit too hard. I, I'm just I'm just out there to have fun every every year. Let's go to well, let's try to make a profit here on Thursday and Friday. Let's go to let's go to Thursday. Arkansas Gonzaga, the four one game in the western region, uh, with Gonzaga favored by eight and a half against the SEC's lone remaining hope. Six teams in the tourney, and only Arkansas gets through to the second weekend. Yeah, I, I wasn't too impressed with Arkansas the first two rounds. I faded them both times. It worked out. They're zero two against the spread against the thirteen seed and the twelve seed. So you know, path wise, they had it pretty easy. Gonzaga, of course, coming off that Memphis scare. I, I don't think Arkansas is going to find it too easy to score on Gonzaga. Gonzaga is the, the number one two-point field goal percentage defense in the country, and Arkansas really has to attack the basket to score. They're not great shooters. Um, so I like Gonzaga here. They're not going to be bothered by pressure. Seven turnovers against Georgia State, seven against Memphis. That's incredible. Those two teams force turnovers. They're not going to be faced by Arkansas here. So I, I actually lean towards Gonzaga despite the – a seemingly high number at nine points. All right, let's roll through them, Kai. I like this game by game here. South region, 20 minutes after that tip-off. Uh, number 11, Michigan, one of four double-digit seeds to make it to the uh, to the second week, and only two, one of two Big Ten teams, and they started with nine. So SEC goes from six to one. Big Ten goes from nine to two. Uh, Michigan against Villanova, though, and Jay Wright, as cool as they come, as good a coach as they come, the number two seed in this region, Wildcats favored by five, total 135. Yeah, it felt a little bit short to me. Um, the size, switchability of Nova's wings, I think, could be a huge issue for Brooks, Collins, Jones, the smaller guards in Michigan. And I don't think Michigan's defense is great. You saw Nova kill Ohio State's defense, something like 1.2 points per possession. I think they can do something similar. However, I hate betting against Michigan as a dog in the tournament. Juwan Howard. He's only been there a few times during his coaching career, but he's made the elite eight, I think every single year. So uh, that has me a little bit scared to take Villanova minus five, but it does feel a tad short. By the way, I love how people like refuse to give Juwan Howard any credit. They immediately go to Phil Martelli. It's like, can we give Juwan some credit a little bit? Maybe. Yeah. He he should get some. Yeah. Uh, Texas tech and Duke follows that West region Duke, the number two seed, uh, Texas tech, the number three. So this followed suit in this little bracket pod, if you will, with the red Raiders, 
a one-point favorite. I've asked this of everybody. Do you find that surprising? And do you also believe, as I do, that if Duke plays like they did those last five minutes against Michigan State, they might be kind of unbeatable? question is, can they duplicate that? Yeah, I think it's been the issue all year for Duke. They, they clearly have the most talent on the floor about any given night. The question is, are they totally locked in? And I don't know if you can out-talent Texas Tech's defense, the best defense in the country, super impressive. Um, I, I tend to skew towards defense anyways in the, in the NCAA tournament. And then I think Mark Adams is a better coach right now than Coach K. So I'll take better defense, better coaching in Texas Tech here. Houston and Arizona is the nightcap on Thursday. And and after seeing TCU bully, I believe that was the word your buddy Matt Cox used yesterday. Um, Perhaps I'm giving credit to the wrong person, but they really did, right? TCU and Lampkin specifically, they really bullied Arizona on the glass. Houston has that similar MO. And so a lot of what you're hearing is, well, Houston can mess around with Arizona in the same way that TCU did. Arizona's only favored by a point and a half after escaping. And I do mean escaping that game against the Horned Frogs. But Houston's without their two best players. Sasser, it's just a shame they're not here. Um, where do you go here? It's incredible what Calvin Sampson's done. He's top five coach in the country. Yes. I don't think that's even disputable. <laughs> they're number two in Kempom without two of their best players. What other coach in the country can do that? It's incredible. Um, I like Houston here a lot. I think the TCU game is a good indicator. Arizona just didn't box out. They weren't finding bodies. You cannot make that same mistake against Houston. Fundamentals, no guy. Way. Fundamentals and no way Arizona has success inside against Houston like they did against TCU. You saw what they did to Coburn. I mean, they just harassed him inside. So I really do like Houston here again. Defense and coaching wins out for me. That's right. Box out, cover the baseline. No one went to basketball camp, guy. They just go to AAU now. <laughs> it's all thing. Sad. Let's go to Friday. St. Peter's and Purdue. Uh, no surprise, this is the biggest spread on the board. With the Boilermakers actually now the short shot, or actually the favorite to win their region. Um, St. Peter's. Kentucky, Murray State beat them both, headed the Racers, their third loss of the season. Does the magic carpet ride here uh, end here? They're 12.5-point dogs. I, I think it does, Gil. Yeah, I, they had their game of their lives offensively against Kentucky. It was one of their best offensive performances of the season. I think it was kind of a total fluke. They shot well. Now, they did play very well against Murray State. And credit St. Peter's, credit to Sheen Holloway. He's going to be Seton Hall's next coach. He totally deserves it. Uh, but... I didn't produce too much. You saw them go to the line 42 times against Texas. They're going to do that again, again against St. Peter's who fouls, I think at the 10th highest rate in the country. They're not nearly as big as Purdue. Their centers are six foot seven. They're long, but you can't compete with Edie Williams. And then no one's guarding Jaden Ivy. So I do think Purdue gets it done here. Jaden Ivy's unbelievable. 20 minutes after that tip off, we go to the Midwest Providence in Kansas. This held form to seed four versus one in that region. And can we give Ed Cooley some credit? Remember the whole narrative before mm-hmm. the tournament was, Oh, South Dakota state's going to knock them off. Perfect giant killer. Providence luckiest team in the country. Just cause you're lucky. Doesn't mean you're not good though. Kansas favored by seven and a half here. Yeah, that's right. And and they proved they proved already in this tournament they have different guys who can step up on a given night. Al Durham against South Dakota State, Noah Horsler uh, against Richmond. Nate Watson, their best player, hasn't even played very well these first two games. I don't think he has an edge against Kansas, but the point is that Providence has so many guys that can step up. It's kind of hard to predict with them. I think seven and a half is way too many points. I love Kansas. Um, Providence is not elite on either end, but they've played close games every single time this year. I think plus seven, plus seven and a half is great value for them. All right, last two games then on Friday of the Sweet 16. North Carolina against UCLA, the blue blood game, if you will. Carolina, 
off their uh, unbelievable cough up a 25-point lead and then somehow still managed to win it in overtime, uh, win over Baylor. UCLA, which uh, my championship formula still loves UCLA. Bruins favored by two. Yeah, UCLA's defense is a lot better than I thought it was. Um, they don't really do anything great on that end, but they are they do rank pretty highly in the analytics. UNC, though, I've been way impressed by them against Baylor. I mean, if Manic plays that whole game, that might be a blowout. He had mm-hmm. won something like 26 points in 28 games. UCLA had two, we'll say, fortunate matchups, I think. Um, you know, Akron gave him a lot of problems, but Akron and St. Mary's, UCLA just way bigger, way more athletic. Not the case against UNC. So I actually like UNC here at plus two. I think they get it done. All right. And finally, the game that will guarantee us a double-digit seed in the Elite Eight, Iowa State. And Jim Laranega's Miami Hurricanes with the Canes two and a half point favorites here in 11 10 game. Yeah, this one got steamed, and I think it's appropriate. I think Miami's a very tough matchup for Iowa State. Number one, they don't turn the ball over. That kind of negates Iowa State's best uh, defensive quality as well as their best offensive quality. They need to force turnovers to get out in transition. And then on the other end, Miami loves getting into the lane, scoring off the bounce. Iowa State, for how good their defense is, 218th in the country in two-point field goal percentage. That's not going to hold up against Miami. I was very impressed with them against Auburn. Uh, I think it's I think it's the Canes game minus two and a half. Did you see the ACC ascension coming? Like, did you see this the, the, it working out for that conference? Uh, of course, it kind of follows last year's Pac-12 run. I, I think the NCAA tournament is so random. Yeah, that you can't really you can't really put everything in a box like that. I yeah. think that's the topic sentence of it all. Like, I think in so many of these games are a plinko finish, or ATS, and it's like, you know. If you're doing well, God bless you. Just don't think it's you, because uh, next year the humbling will <laughs> next year the humbling will come. By the way, if you didn't do well, it's also you know just randomness sometimes in this tournament. That's what makes it great, though. That's why we love it. Thank mm-hmm. you, Kai. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Gil. Coming back, Jeff's thoughts on the Sweet 16 next, and golf with Brady. Coming back. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field, whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary. At Bed Three Six Five, twenty-one plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes 
completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next college basketball bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. It's a new feature, not so new. We've had it for a while. It gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. Data is available for money line over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits yet another way. Too many to count. That VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Skill Alexander, Jeff Parlay is here as well. Craig Barlay in the house as well. Uh, not Jeff's biological father, that's Kevin Harlan. His adopted father, I believe, we've determined. We'll get a DNA test, we'll make sure on that. Jeff, how you doing, man? Your, your, your dad is flanked alongside, so he can't tweet us today, which we always are, are happy to see. But nice to have him in studio. You didn't tell me he was in town. I would have gone to dinner with him. You, you got to get him away from the poker room, though. Oh, that's a different story. Different story altogether. Uh, so he enjoyed the greatest week weekend well, of, he came of in Vegas. On, he came in on Sunday. So, oh, okay. Uh, so, uh, played it right. Played it right. So he was able little... to see Arizona TCU at a normal hour, unlike the East Coast. Yeah, folk. he was able to... Uh... To see it to end at ten o'clock as opposed to one in the morning. We were so, just yeah. we were just talking about that. So certainly when we were kids, it didn't exist like that. But like, was that was that the latest Sunday? So we were we were crying about this yesterday, and I think justifiably so. The the the, the last thing I texted you Sunday was the very first thing I saying I'm saying on the show tomorrow morning is how ridiculous this TV schedule is. Did we even have that last year on Sunday, well, the first remember, weekend? Last year was a little bit different because oh, the whole the tournament Monday. was in Indianapolis, right? So, so we've never had that on a Sunday night. We we actually have. When? So they they've started doing that since uh, I want to say like 2015. I, I do not remember Sunday lasting I, that long I ever. Th- I think it's just more that that game started about 15 20 minutes later than it was supposed to, and then lasted and then way lasted longer. an extra 40 minutes. Oh, yeah, you can't end at 6 p.m. like a normal NCAA tournament like back in the day. Got to get you- out of the way for 60 minutes, Gil. <laughs> <laughs> Murder. She wrote. All right. Uh, what do you like? Sweet 16 Thursday or Friday? 
This is uh, let's start. We'll start on uh, Thursday real quick. I was a very I was surprised that Texas Tech actually opened as the favorite against Duke, uh, and it's a shame because I was fully prepared to take Texas Tech, uh, getting maybe a point and a half, two points. I still think Texas Tech gets it done, but the one thing that you said yesterday, and you just said it again, if Duke decides to play like they did the last five minutes against Michigan State, this is a totally different handicap because that Duke team is basically the Duke team we saw beat Kentucky to open the season at MSG and a team that we saw beat Gonzaga here in Vegas. It's the first time we've seen Duke get popped in the mouth and respond in a long time. Yeah, basically since Thanksgiving week against Gonzaga, really, was the last time that they were able to bounce back an elite, against an elite team and uh, win that win a game like that. And do you do you subscribe to the narrative also, right? Like, and you could see it on Coach K's face at the end of that game against Michigan State, where he was like overwhelmed with emotion, right? That they had won that game. He's you know, so I'm so proud of these players. I'm so proud to be their coach. He's getting emotional. To me, what that said was Coach K felt the pressure, right, in his final, in his in his swan song here, to at least not get upset the first weekend. Like, I thought it, he internalized, boy, I better get out of this first weekend, especially after the debacle, right, to end the regular season at Cameron Indoor against Carolina, especially after not doing well in the, in the ACC tournament. And now I feel like, and maybe this, maybe this filters to his players, now I feel like the pressure is almost off. Do you subscribe to that at all? I also don't think he wanted to end his career losing to Izzo. That well, that probably true. I, as I well. think that that may have played a role. Also, he, he, Look, could, he I, couldn't I, have I, taken the Carolina Izzo Kiniella may, there. May, maybe he maybe he genuinely thought that. That hey, look, uh, down five five minutes to go. How can we possibly lose this game? And actually coming back and again playing probably the best five minutes they played in three months. Best defense for sure. Yeah, not even close uh, on that. But uh, l- looking at the other games, I think Gonzaga is going to run Arkansas out of the building. Uh, in the early game out west. Did you see the SEC just collapsing like this? And I know it's random, but it, I, I, I mean, we thought this was, oh, this is, it's a basketball conference now. So let, let's go through this real quick. We know our thoughts on Rick Barnes. Yeah. But the way they lost was flabbergasting because that Michigan team isn't any good. Brutal. Kentucky losing to St. Peter's, obviously. It, it, I, I don't care that St. Peter's won the next game. It's the worst loss in Kentucky program history. Unforgivable. Unforgivable for Cal. Auburn flaming out like that. We saw remnants of them potentially flaming out like that. But the way it happened was just embarrassing (sighs) for Bruce Pearl. Do you agree with the Allen Boston that Larinaga completely outcoached Bruce Pearl? He was tweeting about that. I, I, I don't know how you could argue that. I mean, Bruce Pearl allowed Wendell Green to stay in the game and basically play Auburn out of the game. So, yeah. Well, it's a great March Madness tradition is the, the Allen Boston tweets that gets that get texted around. Also. Well, Alan ba- again, according to Alan Boston, too, most of the time only the good coaches are in the small conferences and not in the power Well, that's true too, as well. So. That's true, too. But, uh, I, but going back to Arkansas, though, Arkansas didn't cover against Vermont. They didn't cover against New Mexico State. They needed New Mexico State to basically forget how to play offense for an entire half in order to beat New Mexico State. How are they going to play with Gonzaga if they are even remotely close to what they showed in the first two rounds? That feels like a wipeout to me, and especially, too, if you get scared like Gonzaga did against Memphis, usually the next game with a team like that, they just come out firing on all cylinders. Yeah. 
would you say Dr. Bob was the most spot on with all his plays last week? Like he couldn't have been more right about the Purdue call, the Providence call. What else did he have? I, he Carolina. Pushed he pushed Wisconsin against Colgate. I'm pretty sure on the seven. did he push that? Yeah. The, the Carolina first round game where Carolina just destroyed out of the yeah, gates. Yeah, that wasn't close at all. None of his were were particularly close. Besides the one you just mentioned. What what on Friday? What do you like? Or, or was there anything else Thursday? What no, about the Friday? other two Thursday games. Uh, if you made me bet the other two, I'd lay with the favorites. Uh, I'm not going to bet Villanova, Michigan. I think Villanova wins that game, but five feels right. Arizona's a better basketball team, but Kelvin Sampson's a significantly better coach than Tommy Lloyd, so that's why that makes that game a little bit unbettable for me. Son, uh, excuse me, Friday, uh, Providence. I like Providence getting points getting against the Kansas. Points. Not money like getting yeah, the points. Yeah, no, I, I don't think they'll win the game, but I like getting points. I'll take my chances with a well-coached team that, again, I know they only beat a 13 and a 12, but mm-hmm. – we went over how popular South Dakota State was. They were only three and a half against Richmond. That game against Richmond was never close. A team that is just completely disrespected in the market all year long. I would love for nothing more than, than Providence to make the final four, but I think their run ends. But I do think they play Kansas tight, so it'll take seven and a half there. And I'm a little frustrated with myself that I just didn't fire on Miami right away because Iowa State opening it a favorite is ludicrous against the Miami team. Wong's the best player in the court in that game by a wide margin. I, I think Miami beats him, but I don't know if I want to lay two and a half. So I'm with the sentiment on Miami, right? So I'm I'm with the... With that sentiment, I do think uh, I like the Hurricanes in that game against Iowa State. But I will tell you that in the sort of in the same vein where I loved Providence against South Dakota State and really went against this, you know, the in vogue pick of South Dakota State, I kind of want to – I kind of am against the whole Houston-Texas Tech stuff. I like Duke and I like Arizona. And I know, like, before the tournament, you would say, well, Doug, you'll really step it out on a limb. But based on the current sentiment of both of those games, I feel like those are contrarian plays right now. The big concern with Arizona, as we talked about yesterday, is Tommy Lloyd looked like the moment was too big for him. He looked like a cheerleader. And Matherin just completely bailed him out. Total bailout. So that is my concern. You're giving Samson five days to prep for that team against the guy who looked like the moment was too big for him in around a 32 that is a big worry for me. And, and look, we both have Arizona winning the title before yeah. the tournament. Yeah. Uh, going against the championship formula. And I never, like, the, that's the thing. Like, the championship formula is also always in the back of my mind. And there's some people that could sit here and say, oh, yeah, championship formula, whatever. Hey, that, that stuff works every year. Works every year. I don't know what to tell you. And UCLA and Gonzaga, really, right, are the two teams with only Kansas, the only other team to be able to play their way into this. And the rest of them are just, according to that anyway, just playing around. But the thing is, when I'm making these picks, and I'm still, and I bet Arizona to win all, I'm not considering that, right? I'm not considering the Tommy Lloyd thing. But based on the individual game bets right now, I just think that the the Houston thing is is fascinating because nobody would be surprised if they had this great game against Arizona. And is there a single person that would be surprised if they got run off the floor? Nobody would be. I would be surprised if they got pummeled, but I wouldn't be surprised. If I would. I would be. I wouldn't be surprised if it's one of those games where Arizona's just totally in control the whole game. Yeah, they win by eight to twelve. Houston's without their best players. I mean, that's the thing. That's the shame of this, right? Because Houston would be a serious title contender if they had their two best players. But that's that's tough. And I know a lot of Houston fans, friends with a bunch of them, and and it's just a shame for those guys because they are all about that team. But I, I I do think I do think that the Coach K 
this this backlash of Coach K stuff that we're not nationally, but that we're in this weird cocoon of that. Would you say more so than the national sentiment, right? Where people maybe justifiably, right, to a large degree. Alan Boston has been on the show talking about it a lot uh, in the past about how he doesn't think Coach K is a good coach. I have my Lehigh story from the airplane where they say he didn't adjust in that tournament game. But I think we might have swung here a little too much in this game. We'll see. Be fun Thursday night, Friday night uh, as the uh, NCAA tournament continues. You may have heard that dinging in the background. That would be the phone of Brady Cannon, co-host of Long Shots along with Wes Reynolds. He'll join us next to talk about brackets as it relates to golf, the WGC match play in Austin. That's next. Very bettable. Numbers game. Visa the Esports Betting Network. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Wendy's Breakfast is the official breakfast of March Madness. Every day, choose from Wendy's stack starting lineup like the Breakfast Baconator, Croissant Combos, and Hot or Cold Coffee. And like any great team, Wendy's is bringing the breakfast legends oven baked, sizzling bacon, fresh cracked eggs, perfectly seasoned breakfast potatoes, and a simply OJ to bring it home. Make a fast break to your nearest Wendy's drive thru and pick up your Wendy's Breakfast, the official breakfast of March Madness. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Skill Alexander Brady Cannon is here, everybody. Uh, co-host of Long Shots here at the network. Kind enough to join us in studio. Usually, Brady, you come in on Wednesdays because golf tournaments typically start on Thursday. But not this week. A little bracketology in golf. Yeah, a little March Madness uh, in the world of the PGA Tour. Uh, a really very difficult tournament to handicap and bet, but I think a great one to watch you have action with like every shot because it's match play. Yes. And for people that are not familiar with match play, you're not counting necessarily how many strokes, you know, and, and, and you end up shooting a 72 or whatever it is. You're just trying to score better than your opponent on each and every hole. Yeah. So the tee ball matters. The approach shot matters. The putting, you know, so it's, um, and if you win the hole, then you go one up. If you lose the hole, you're one down. You know, if you tie the hole, you're all square. And after 18 holes, or, or you might close a guy out in less than 18 holes. So let's let's just review the format for those who don't know. So it's a first of all, it's a WGC event. The reason everybody shows up is because they pay a lot of money. Top 64 players in the world. Yeah. So and and yeah, top 64 players in the world. But like the purse is monster, so they're all about it. Sure. Uh, 64 players divided into 16 groups of four. Each player will compete in match play, as Brady said, against the other th- against the other three players within his group over the first three days. So today, tomorrow, and Friday. It's just head-to-heads against everybody in your group around Robin. Pool play. Pool play. That's right. And be in your pool. A match victory is worth one point. A tied match is worth a half point. A loss is worth zero points. The player with the most points in his group after three days of round Robin play will then advance to the knockout stage. They'll play the round of 16 and the round of eight, the Elite Eight, if you will, on Saturday. And then they play the Final Four and the championship on Sunday Yep, is how that works. Ton of fun. By the way, if two or more players are tied in their group after the three pool play matches, those players will compete in a stroke play sudden death playoff to determine who advances to the round of 16. Mm-hmm. And uh, the 16 players will qualify for the single elimination portion. So that's how that goes. And so there's all kinds of ways to bet this at, like, the DraftKings of the world. MGM uh, here in Nevada doesn't have it, but they may have it elsewhere, which is not only to win all, the whole thing. Right. To win your group, yep. Uh, there's also your head-to-heads each day, but sure. also a three-way on that with a draw too, right? Correct. Yes, and, and and like right now they've got the first round matchups, 
And because this is not a typical event where the odds maker can create the matchups, they're the actual matchup. Who's playing who? So Dustin Johnson might be playing Siwoo Kim or something like that, and he might be like minus 185 to win that match. So you're going to see some really big prices because the, you know, when the odds maker creates the head-to-head matchups, usually they're pretty evenly matched players and one guy might be minus 125 or you know but but you get some pretty pretty ridiculous prices here because you'll have Rory McIlroy against you know Richard Bland or something like that he mm-hmm. might be minus 300 Bryson DeChambeau I believe starts with uh, Richard Bland who's a uh, you know over 50 years old I believe from the European tour so 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 generally obviously it's a four-day you know golf is a four-day event you are picking out rights, you're picking top fives, you're picking top tens, you know, all the derivative markets. But you do do you do some head-to-heads as well in those. You don't like betting this as much. Why? That's a great question. And one of the things when I play a normal stroke play event, I bet head-to-head matchups for the full tournament. And I really stay away from betting single round head-to-head matchups because I feel like it's betting one quarter of a football game. When you're betting an entire football game, you get that entire handicap should manifest itself. What you expect one team to do or what you expect one team not to do should play out over the course of four quarters, just like it should play out, you expect it to, over the over four rounds of golf. It, it could be very random what happens over just 18 holes. Makes sense. So when you're handicapping these golfers in this match play event, and the head-to-head matchups are only for 18 holes, one guy could be off. He could be totally off his game for nine holes, and you're crushed. In a regular stroke play event, a guy could have a bad nine holes, but he's still around for another day or two, and maybe things change. So, um, But you do get three days for the group, right? True, and I, 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 I'm not betting any group play. Um, I did bet some first-round head-to-heads, but I've – done half the amount of risk I normally do. Okay, so you did you did end up diving into some head-to-heads, but half the risk. Yeah, okay. I, I, I think that would be my advice for anybody betting this event. I, I would wager a lot less than you normally do on a typical event. Who did you land on here in any of the groups? Well, in the in the first round matchups, I took Brian Harmon at minus 110 over Webb Simpson. Uh, I took Patrick Reed at minus 110 over Cameron Young. Patrick Reed, known as a good match play player. Exactly. He's not been in good form. So now, do you subscribe to, just in general, right, we hear those kinds of things. Oh, Patrick Reed, good match play player. But, like, there's part of me says, you know, part of me when I hear that says... How how really scientific is that kind of comment? I think he just gets up for this type of thing. I mean, you know how Reed is kind of a uh, you know an abrasive guy. Oh, he's not likable. And and I think this is his wheelhouse. And and I I, so I you bet do, him. You do buy into that for him a, a little bit. I mean, this guy he went three and zero in the last Ryder Cup. Yeah. You know, um, I, I got him at eighty to one to win the whole thing. When was the last time you saw Patrick Reed at eighty to one? let alone a stroke play event with 156 players, but in a, in a match play event, his, again, his wheelhouse with only 64 players. So I thought 80 to one was uh, worth a shot with Patrick Reed. I did take him in an outright and he had missed three straight cuts coming into the players championship. Like I said, his form has not been good, so, um, so but despi- he finished 26 despi- despite the players. His, yeah. So he did finish 26, but despite the general overall form, you're like, you're you're on eighty to one. Can't argue with the number for sure. Right. 
and our, our friend Dave Tyndall is mm-hmm. on Patrick Reed at 50 to 1. Okay. So he felt that that was not a bad price. Uh, and when I saw 80, I, I jumped in as well. I interrupted your head to heads. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, the last one, this is, this is a bit of a flyer, and I, I just don't really necessarily agree with the price. One, Sepp Straka at plus 175 against Victor Hovland. Mm. Now, Victor Hovland, you know, I think he's, what, the third best player in the world right now. Straka just won the Honda Classic. And is, um, and is on a bit of a roll himself even since then. Absolutely. Yeah. And Victor Hovland's been playing a lot of golf. And I think that's another thing in your handicap of the match play. I don't want a guy that's necessarily been playing for six or seven weeks in a row because this is a grind. Mm-hmm. You start on Wednesday. You've got Saturday where you might have, you know, 36 holes. It is a lot of golf. So I want a guy that's fresh. I took a lot of guys that have not played in a couple of weeks, missed the cut at the players, didn't play the Valspar. I, I want some guys that are well-rested. Is there a player? So if we talk about Patrick Reed as a guy who, who supposedly gets up, and, and certainly the results uh, lend to that in match play. Is there, a, is there a converse to that? Is there a guy or guys out there who you're like, uh, they, they kind of wilt in this kind of format? Yeah, you know, Justin Thomas, obviously one of the best players in the world, has not had great success at this event. Daniel Berger, who I did bet for an outright, and Daniel Berger's had very good success in the President's Cup and the Ryder Cup, but not at this particular event. At the WGC match play, his record is just 3-9. and nine. I think one year he was injured. He suffered an injury kind of in the middle of the tournament. But um, still, I I just think he has shown that he can certainly play match play uh, in the different events like the Ryder Cup and the President's Cup. And he's he's such a good player. He does everything so well. Um, In my handicap this week, I looked at strokes gained tee to green, strokes gained approach. That's pretty typical stuff. But... But I did put emphasis on the short game. I mean, if you can hold some putts, it's so big in match play. You know, that you're you're trying to have a hole or something, mm-hmm. and you hold a 30-footer. Sure. It's huge. So um, I, I looked pretty heavily at short game this week. Any other head-to-heads that you took? Uh, just those four first round. What Harmon about- over Simpson, Reed over Young, Garcia over Kokrak, and Straka over Hovland. Okay. And besides and again for half my normal amount. Half your normal amount. Again, these are uh those and those are all Wednesday matchups? Yeah, those start tomorrow. All right, and you'll you'll and then they'll reset you'll reboot on Thursday, you'll reboot. I may on or Friday. may not, but yeah. yeah, they'll have all new matchups for that second okay. round of pool play on Thursday. Yeah, so round robin pool play, if you will, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So uh, okay, and then the outrights you said Patrick Reed eighty to one. Do you take any other he was my longest shot. I took Patrick Cantley at 22 to one, Daniel Berger at 28 to one, Louis Eustazen, who's in a really tough bracket. I took him at 35 to one, Sergio Garcia, like Patrick Reed. He's the European version of the Ryder Cup hero, right? Match play specialist. Um, I couldn't pass him up at 55 to one. He's had great success in this event as well as the Ryder Cup. Uh, Adam Scott at 65 to one, hmm. and then Brian Harmon at 66 to one. Okay. And no group bets. You you stay steer clear. I didn't do any group bets, and each one of my outright guys is in a different group. Yes. I mean, you don't want to necessarily bet two guys in the same group, right, to, like, to win the whole thing. It's like knowing the brackets of the NCAAs before, exactly. you, before right. you make wagers. Which I heard some people say, oh, you don't want to make wagers now. Yeah, I do. I want to know what the bracket is first. <laughs> right. Um, right. Okay. Uh, Brady Cannon, by the way, co-host of Long Shots, who also, oh, by the way, won a super contest back in the day. We'll get some football thoughts from Brady next, if he's willing to share about all the goings-on in the NFL. That's next. Numbers Game Visa and the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the kick of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program. 
program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks. When you wager on the BetMGM app, sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Gil Alexander. Uh, we get tweets. By the way, I'm not even going to give the person uh, the dignity of the name. But I, I think our tennis pick must have fallen behind like two love. And immediately you get the the sarcastic, great pick. <laughs> right? For, for somebody on Twitter. It's like, have we not gotten to the point where we're like, we're better than this? And, and, you, and you've it's, never picked a uh, side in a football game where oh, all of a sudden they were yeah, down 17 yeah. nothing, right? Nor, nor have we not given away hundreds of tennis winners in the history of the yeah. Nice pick with Watson. This chick is nice terrible. Nice pick, jerk. By the way, they're on serve <laughs> in the first set, so it's like 4-3. to three. I don't know if we're going to win, but can we be better, please? <laughs> you and your two followers. All right, Brady Cannon is here uh, once again. And um, one last thing about golf. So... You do a correlated course thing whenever you handicap. You're really good at that. What courses did you keep in mind when handicapping this? Yeah, you know, when I first started way back when, uh, gosh, this is 25 years ago, when I first started really following golf and, and betting on golf, I really became familiar with the horses for the courses. And, and you know, it's, it's a lot like NASCAR, which drivers are good at which type of tracks. And it's, it's very similar for golf. Uh, so where they're playing, Austin Country Club, is a Pete Dye design. It's a shorter track. It's just not much over 7,000 yards. And so my strongest correlated course was Harbortown, where they play the RBC Heritage. Um, that is a Jack Nicholas Pete Dye design combo. Uh, and then also Colonial Country Club, where they play what is now called the Charles Schwab. Again, a shorter track where you kind of have to work it in both directions. Uh, and then a couple of my lesser strength correlated courses were TPC Sawgrass, again, another Pete Dye design, and then YLA Country Club, where they play the Sony, which is kind of similar to the Colonial. And if you look at Colonial and the Sony, Kevin Na has won at both places. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at the players and at Colonial, Adam Scott and Sergio Garcia have won at both of those places. Uh, Patrick Cantlay's had a tremendous success at Harbortown. So that's part of where I fell on these guys as well. Cantley, Berger, Louis Eustazen has a top 10 at, at Harbortown and Colonial. Uh, so Colonial, Sawgrass, uh, YLA, and, um, and Harbortown. Brian Harmon has success at all of those. So uh, those were, and then I mentioned also as far as the skill sets I looked at, I kind of leaned more on short game this week than normal because uh, I think having a good short, uh, short game is so powerful in match play. College hoops, you were all over the Bruce Pearl fade. <laughs> yes. Well yeah. done. I had him losing to USC, but uh, in the same round, I had him had him leaving the tournament, yes. Your, your bracket's going pretty well? Your tournament itself is Not going bad. pretty well? bad. You know, what? one thing that's going real well for me is out of the 16 teams that are still left dancing, I've got outrights on four of them. Yeah. Oh, good for you. Yeah, I've wow. got Arizona, Arkansas, Texas Tech, and... Um, How many outrights did you have in general? Five. Oh, I, good for I, you, man. I, yeah, That's awesome. I, I got UConn bounced, obviously, early. Yeah. Um, who's my other one? Arkansas, Arizona. Oh, Houston. I've got Houston. Now, Houston. so Houston plays Arizona. I'm going to lose one, but, I'm, mm-hmm. but I'll still have one alive. Hey, man. People would lo- everybody would love to have four four remaining at Not this point. Not too bad. Yeah, I'm happy with If you that. have five total, that's awesome. I did um, hedge. I, I hedged a little with uh, um, Gonzaga against Arkansas, and I hedged a little with Duke against uh, Texas yeah. Tech. The, the point I, w- I just want to make again about the NCAA tournament, because I don't know if I articulated as much. It, 
people with NCAA tournament, and I'm talking specifically about like brackets and survivor pools and stuff like this, because I'm, I'm, I'm noticing this with some newbies and survivors, right, who like, you know, some have crapped out, some have one left, and like the attitudes are so fascinating to me because it's like the people have crapped out, they're like, ah, oh, I can't believe I crapped out. And I'm like, no, you played it correctly. You went for the 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 worst seeds, right? You went because it's aggregate seeding combined tiebreakers. Okay. I'm like, All you right. played it the right way. You have to be okay in something this random, playing it by the, the strategy that's going to get you to win it. And you have to be okay with the fact that you crapped out. Whereas the people who have one left, right, who have no idea what they're doing because they played it as conservative as possible, I'm th- I'm, I say to them, I'm like, you guys are like acting like you have one entry in and these guys are crapped out. Like you're so much smarter than them. Like, you've got no shot at winning because the way you played it, basically, right? And so it's it, no game bet, theory there, right? No game theory. Betters have to be able to let go in certain vehicles, right? That some things are more random than others, right? Oh, it, yeah. Sometimes it's not you. You, but you, you have to just maximize your opportunities. That's what betting's all about, and, and certainly a pool like that is all about. You have to maximize. There's no guarantee of anything, but you have to play correctly. And it's it's amazing the confirmation bias on both sides of that observing it. So I just you know, the, your little PSA about the NCAA tournament in general randomness, NFL, because you by the way, oh by the way. What a super contest. We don't say the year anymore, Brady. Is that the new thing? We don't say the year anymore? Well, I, you know, it, it's never going to be a bad thing for me. In, <laughs> to, in 2011. A, in 1847. Yes. <laughs> Brady Cannon <laughs> defeated three other opponents. <laughs> And I think it was the Hilton Super Contest at the time. I was the last Hilton Super Contest. Yeah, you'll always have that. That's right. You'll always have that. So, um... Deshaun to Cleveland. We were talking a little bit mm-hmm. about this earlier. Last five minutes, or last four minutes, let's talk about this. Deshaun to Cleveland. Cleveland is the short shot in the AFC North, despite the fact that there's a, a, a very good possibility of a suspension, right, right, from the commissioner's office for Deshaun Watson. They shouldn't be the short shot, right, with Cincinnati and Baltimore in there. Yeah, uh, with this, with the possible suspension looming. I do like that team. I liked that team a lot last year, and... I think last year might have been the wrong year to go in heavy on them because it was a bounce off of what they did the year before. They exceeded their win total by like five games, what they had done the year prior with Kevin Stefanski, of course, winning coach of the year. And then they were due for some regression. And a lot of that was fueled by injury, which is, you know, kind of all a part of that system, if you will. Uh, But maybe this is the year that they come back and rise up once again. Uh, But, yes, you have that possible suspension looming. And and look at that division. The team I like in the division is the Ravens. I I, I mean, they're just a great organization year in and year out. And I think they've done some nice things to improve. You know, Zadarius Smith, is he now going to stick with the Packers? Because he, I mean, that was a huge pickup for Baltimore. I, is, I just don't know what his deal is. It is the year of the, uh, that was the other thing about this free agency period, the year of reneging on your agreements. <laughs> yeah. Right? We have multiple examples of that. J.D. McKissick was going to be a Buffalo Bill. He remained in Washington. Randy Gregory was going to be a, uh, a Cowboy. He's now a Bronco, right? right. There's, a, there's a whole bunch of that going on as well. Uh, I don't know. I, to be honest with you, I don't know what the current what the current story but is. But that that's a that's a big piece right there. I mm-hmm. mean, I I would love to see that guy as a part of the Ravens defense. If you're going to be a Ravens backer, which you know I I think I might be this year because they slipped a little bit last year, and I think it could be a good year. I mean, they, they seem to always be in the playoffs. Does it, it, 
it's such a good point you make about the organization because when I talk about baseball, and tomorrow I'll have a whole bunch of MLB futures that I've made to show you uh, on the show. Jason Weingarten will join us. Uh, Jason and I are sort of uh, partnering on a bunch this year. Um, but the, 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 the notion of when I talk about baseball, I'm like the Rays and the Giants mm-hmm. are the two best organizations in baseball. With apologies to like the Cardinals, for instance, but I would say like you can't count those two teams out ever because they're just smarter than everybody else. We don't talk about the Ravens in that same way. Maybe we should. And I know they were eight and three and it collapsed last year, but just generally speaking, I'm with you. Like that that organization seems to get it in ways that others don't. Well, Harbaugh, you know, and our friend Chris Andrews often says he's the second best coach in the NFL, which mm-hmm. I probably agree with. Um, and, and the organization, the front office, they always draft well. They always seem to do well in free agency. Uh, and they were decimated by injury last year. Meant what they lose all of their running backs in the preseason before the season even started. And then they had injuries in the secondary. I mean, they were just a shell of themselves and they were still winning games and being very competitive and just missed out on the playoffs kind of just by default, you know, um, with other teams that happened to win. um, They I mean, they were that close to making the postseason despite everything that they had to go through as far as injury and whatnot. So uh, I I would expect them to be there once again. Last thing, Matt Ryan to the Colts. Does that make you want to bet the Colts to win the division or are you still like, no, still a coin flip with the Titans? No, I I, I think I would probably favor the Colts. I I think Matt Matt Ryan still has a lot left. I think it's an upgrade over Carson uh, Carson Wentz. Certainly they've got a great offensive line, probably a better offensive line than the Atlanta Falcons had. They're stacked, man. Yeah, no, they've they've got a nice roster. I I really like Frank Reich as a head coach. I think they're another good organization, are the Colts. I do, too. If you watch that, again, I'll say it again. If you watch that in-season hard knocks, you 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 fell in love with that team because because they're smart, they're they're good guys, and they like each other. They like playing with each other, which, again, it's kind of a nebulous thing, but chemistry matters in this league. I will just say this. If, If the Colts were not into Baker Mayfield, if they don't believe in Baker Mayfield, and they don't believe in this draft in terms of quarterbacks, which is pretty consensus. I think it's a smart move. Pick Matt Ryan's right. also got a heck of a running game with him now, too. Of course. That's the biggest thing. Might have, outside of Derrick Henry, the best back in the league. Certainly the best right guard and the best well, linebacker. It's not just one. They've got a handful of backs. Lombardi line next. Dave Ross in the chair. Enjoy from Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Uh. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.